Welcome to Pure Doctrine Today, a short podcast, long on truth, for the race to know Jesus. The Book of Revelation, Episode 4, the focus of Revelation, and then we'll begin to look at four basic ways Revelation has been interpreted throughout church history. First of all, the focus of Revelation. The focus of Revelation, the revelation that John received from God, is how the church is to conduct itself in the midst of an ungodly world. The heavenly revelation gives an entirely different perspective from that which would be offered by the world itself. Believers are faced with the choice of aligning their lives and conducting them with one perspective or the other. As our study progresses, we'll see that the events of the book deal with the real-life situation of the church in every age, from the first coming to the second coming of Christ, not just that of the end-time future. Believers are always facing the threats of compromise and persecution in one way or another. Not only this, but Revelation is also written as an epistle, a letter, to the seven churches, that is, to all churches of all time, all true churches of Christ, in which instruction on godly living is given to the believers who receive it. It begins and ends as a typical letter would. Like the other New Testament letters, Revelation addresses the situation and problems of the believers who receive it. John appeals to them on the basis of all they have in Christ and all they will yet inherit. Don't forsake the faith by compromising with the world. And now let's think for a little bit about the four basic ways Revelation has been interpreted throughout church history. Over the course of church history, there have been four main schools of thought on how to interpret Revelation. And of course, as you enter Revelation, if you have an idea of how it should be interpreted, that is going to massively affect how you interpret it, how you see it. First of all, the preterist view. The word preterist refers to the past. This view holds that Revelation is a prophecy of the fall of Jerusalem in AD 70 and that everything in the book has already been fulfilled. Hence, it is past, past tense. But it's unlikely that Revelation was even written until some years later than the fall of Jerusalem. On the preterist view, Babylon represents rebellious Israel, which persecutes the church. Babylon, however, is never used in ancient Jewish or Christian literature to refer to unbelieving or disobedient Israel, but rather to Rome. So that is the preterist view. And then second, and we'll end with this in this episode, the historicist view. The historicist view suggests that the seals, trumpets, and bowls paint a picture of successive ages of the church. It sees the symbolism of Revelation as referring to a series of specific historical events, always in the history of the Western or European church, such as the collapse of the Roman Empire, the corruption of the papacy, the Reformation, and various events since that time. Christ's return is always seen as imminent by the person interpreting the book. The problem is that each historicist interpreter views the book differently so as to make it fit the realities of his or her own age, which is always seen as the final one. (laughs) The age they live in is the final one before the Lord's return. Thank you for listening. We'll continue next episode.